0: Let Eurovision
1: Queens begin! Up, 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 up. Welcome to Eurovision Queens, a podcast exploring and celebrating the glory that is the Eurovision Song Contest. Hello, I'm Andy. And I'm Ryan. And next year... We're going to to Sweden! Sweden! (laughs) (laughs) We are! It's true! But before we get on to 2024, the dust has now settled on the 2023 contest. Mm -hmm. And this is our special episode reviewing everything that took place that night. How we feel about the result how we feel about the running order the different placings the presentation everything we're going to get into it we are so if you're happy to join us for the next
0: however long we chat for
1: (laughs) (laughs) then it's time to play that familiar anthem Before we get on to the night itself. Yeah. Last Saturday. I wanna talk about the semi final results. And yeah. And yep. the non qualifiers. Because I think it's important we remember them. I know they haven't died. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> this is
0: our lest we forget in the style of the Oscars. You're quite right. It's important we give it
1: due ceremony.
0: Yeah. There were some big ones there that we're still not happy
1: about. Yeah. So, of course, we don't find out the positions of the semi finals until after the final. Mm-hmm. But we were astonished, amazed, annoyed, other words <laughs> to describe fury that Malta were last.
0: Last place seemed really unfair
1: 15th out of that field Insane I mean honestly Above them you've got people like Wild Youth Really? I know there's some Wild Youth fans out there Sorry if you <laughs> are But honestly that performance was terrible But the one
0: that I was surprised about was Azerbaijan like, yeah. They came last to that I know Like Everyone did well But
1: Azerbaijan beat Malta Yeah Maltes was one of the best performances of the night. And if Running Order doesn't... Oh, honestly. Grrr. Also interesting to see that Serbia only just squeaked through. In yeah, place. Luke Black
0: should have really got through easily.
1: That was one of our favourites yeah. as well. But also interesting to see other things like um, Alessandra only came through in sixth out of that ten that got through. But then she didn't perform as well at the semi-final, did she?
0: No, but them announcing her last was pretty mean (laughs) that was really harsh especially because we were in norway at the time Mm. so that felt
1: even more intense indeed so um and a strong showing for moldova in fifth that was my other big surprise of those results that that came so high up
0: yeah i'm still not sure about that that would probably have been the one that i would have maybe taken out
1: yeah off that top 10 to put malta in yeah yeah, exactly i know a lot of people were upset about sudden lights And it seems that they only did just miss it, Latvia.
0: Yeah, but you know, hats off to Mimi Cat as well because she really brought it for the for the live shows, didn't she? She was so good.
1: Yeah, really was. So let's look at semi-final two and those results. So the glory of this is that Australia actually won their semi-final. Yes. Yes, and Taylor and Selina were up there in second, very close behind. But look at that, Blanca in third. I know all the deniers that were saying it was shit <laughs> and that it wasn't going to qualify. We always <laughs> knew it would. Yes. <laughs> so funny. And there, and Monica beating out um, Carpe Diem by Slovenia. Yeah. But also fascinating. It shows the difference between the semi-final and the final. That Gustav only manages eighth here, mm. and then you get all the qualifiers from semi-final one, and he ends up some yeah you know, seventh in the whole thing. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it, is, it? Isn't it? It's such a weird thing when you start to look at these in detail. Same with Estonia, tenth here. But I guess it's to do with the jury and the televote. That's the difference.
0: I think it's also to do with who watches it. Yeah, but let's get into that later. We shall.
1: <laughs> so, of the non-qualifiers, any surprises there?
0: Uh, the one that I'm sad about is Denmark and Riley. Oh, yeah. We
1: loved Riley. But we
0: loved the song, but the performance wasn't strong enough. It wasn't there, was it? It really wasn't. And he was doing that weird thing with his jacket all the <gasps> he time. He kept doing this weird <laughs> jacket thing, didn't
1: he? That wasn't ever part of his performance before. It's like someone had told him to do this weird jacket shrug. Yeah. The jacket shrug was a no-no. Sorry. Yeah. Also, I was really disappointed with San Marino's performance. Yeah. Because we'd kind of started to like them. And, yeah, I really like that song. They performed it really well at London Eurovision Party, but suddenly the lead singer went into this really creepy act. I know the song's got It was all lyrics, the black and
0: it. red as well, though, wasn't it? It just changed the vibe of the song. But it just
1: made the creepy lyrics even creepier. He was like really predatory performance and looked like he was sort of almost Dracula esque. It was not mm. a good look. <laughs> Having seen the rehearsals of Greece, I thought that Victor Vernikos was going to be terrible, but actually on the night he was much better than I thought. Yeah. Well, you know what they
0: said. Well, our souls make sure no one loses their own way Come on! <laughs> Hergones can't stand seeing others in pain are
1: Please, you know, he was 13th rather than last. I think he, he did okay. Yes, he wasn't a great dancer. That spinning around he did, I mean, that was quite embarrassing. And why they kept dressing him in a safari suit, I'll i know. <laughs> yeah, he looked like Russell from Up, <laughs> yeah. was what I saw online, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was funny. But it was a clear result. Dilia, with power for Iceland, was in 11th, but she was way off the pace after Estonia.
0: There were some pretty toxic fans that weren't happy about Echo not getting through as well.
1: Well, it was a good song, a good performance, but you're always going to get good songs that aren't going to get through, aren't you? Mm-hmm. What was the toxicity?
0: Oh, it was like a, a whole campaign to get her through and stuff. And it's like, justice for Iru. Yeah. It was, pre- it was like lots of little teenage girls really going for it. And it's like, wow.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. The big surprise on the night for us, um, actually in terms of the semi-finals, was Albania qualifying, wasn't it? I think that was the thing that really surprised us. But it did It did pretty well. Possibly because of the Albania diaspora vote. So people outside of Albania voting. Oh, okay. From Albania. I think it was good, though. Oh, it was really really like good it performance. Was, it
0: was one of my... I'm going to say this now. It was one of my least favourites yeah. of the... 37 going in, mm. but I thought they did it really well. It mm. was powerful. It was good. I mean, the brother is still like I don't want to be here. No, he's still funny. He'd be want
1: but... to be sat home with a pizza, wouldn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah. Bless him. So we just wanted to have that quick rundown, but yeah, that was the semi-final results.
0: The good thing though is that the Busker have had loads of success afterwards. Oh, I'm so like, pleased that yeah they've had so much. Like, virality of their song. Which has been great to see because following them on Instagram, you know, they're making the best of it. And and
1: I would give them the social media award. Absolutely. They if there was a social media oh, award. They've done so well. Mm. Brilliant. Did you see the one where they're at home afterwards and they were missing each other? Well, they
0: were calling each other yeah. up to tell them that they've got like all the streams. Yeah. yeah. It
1: was nice. It was cool. Mucho lovo to the Maltese boys. So. We get on to the grand final in Liverpool. Liverpool, I am amazing. I sophisticated. <laughs> so, what did we think of the presentation? What did we think of the BBC? What did we think of the presenters? Tell all.
0: I thought, I thought the three presenters for the semis were great. Like that, that trio.
1: Are you, are you okay? I'm just, for for the listeners, I'm I touching know. his forehead to check he's not ill. Because
0: I've got beef with Alicia Dixon. You hate Alicia Dixon. She, yeah, I was not happy when they announced her. But actually, minus that really awkward rap that she did. <laughs> that was terrible. That made me cringe inside out. <laughs>
1: they played it again on the. I finals. know. It's like no, don't play that. No,
0: game again. no. It's yeah. Awful. But yeah, for her mystique days. But other than that, she was good. Everyone was talking about Queen
1: Hannah, weren't they? They loved Hannah Waddingham. Oh, she was brilliant. Yeah.
0: Et maintenant, j'ai le plaisir de le faire en français. <laughs> Il y a 15 candidats, mais seulement 10 places pour la grande finale de samedi. Et aussi tant que cela puisse être. Rappelez-vous que vous ne pouvez pas voter pour votre propre pays, d'accord You see, Europe. Some of us Brits do bother
1: to learn another language.
0: <laughs> the same. She was so good. It's a shame that the UK will never host it again, so she can do it again. <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? No. No. Nope. The one person that I will say did not do a good job i feel was graham norton agreed i think i feel like his little postcard chat Mm -hmm. was really off the mark
1: and sort of basic as well and like not going into any detail it was playing down
0: to the lowest common denominator yeah but like the one that annoyed you the most was his talk about
1: serbia wasn't it it? yeah goodness knows what's going on you know try and work it out for yourselves it doesn't really matter no Hmm. he's really clearly said what it means it was about not sleeping through this bin fire of a world and actually doing something about it and we're all sat there playing video games during the pandemic and there's a world outside we need to get out and sort out yeah that's what it's about he's really clear message i know it's not clear if you only see the song
0: but that's what that chat's for Yeah, to sort of get you up to speed a little bit it was the same with estonia he didn't talk about the artist at all in any way, shape or uh-huh. form. He talked about the magic piano.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was like, well, no, can you talk about the fact that she's really young and, yeah. you know, all this sort of stuff and yeah. how good it is that she's... There? No.
1: It was kind of getting towards a Terry Wogan style of poking fun and I'm a bit nervous about that because towards the end of his career, Terry Wogan was not a good thing for Eurovision. I worry that Graham Norton might go the same but way. But
0: there is a silver lining. What's Because that? when Mel <gasps> Gedroy...
1: Mel Gedroy was brilliant. Yes. When she took over... She was so good. And can we just say that's one of the highlights of the whole contest was her doing the Polish churning. <laughs> the
0: churning butter, oh, yeah. that
1: was so good. Like
0: pe- for people at home that didn't know who she was or why she was there yeah. or anything like that would just thought it was a random person. But no, that was the person doing the, the commentary fantasy. when yeah. Graham was on stage. Yeah, exactly. And she did
1: all the point scoring stuff and she was brilliant for she that, was wasn't so she? so good. And what we loved was, was that she knew how to pronounce everyone's name mm. because she's obviously Eastern European origin and she did a languages, languages degree. Yeah, at one point she apologised yeah. for it. She's like, I know it's annoying. But I'm going to get this all right. <laughs> yeah. Once again, Thank you, from Marco, up to 55. I'm sorry about the pretentious uh, pronunciation of things, but I did do a degree in modern oh, languages. Oh. This is the first time I've actually right, been able to show it off, so I will. Sorry. The... That's not annoying. Compare that to no. f- flipping Amanda Holden, giving the results that year. Oof. So good that she actually owned the um, how to pronounce everyone's name. That's what you want. Mm, absolutely. <sighs> yeah. Props to Mel Gedroy, loved her. Also, I do think... There was a bit of a problem towards the end of the final. We'll get to it a bit later on with the way that Graham and Hannah dealt with the crowd chanting. I felt that they didn't deal with it in the best way. But Ooh. we'll talk about that later on. Oh, okay. Also, I just want to say how good the Cluj Orchestra were at the start and how that lovely film of them coming in and oh, just let's play a bit of them in. It really set up the night and it just, it's such a catchy song and so pleased it won. <laughs> che
0: evito all'arma alla mamma ne vedo дуже
1: of course, the other highlight has to be Daffy Frere. Oh, with his Atomic Kitten cover. Singing Hole Again. Amazing. I, as soon as that started, we all just
0: looked at each other, didn't we? Yeah. Like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> Available on Spotify. Have really? you listened to it yet? How many times have you listened to it? I haven't. Oh, Sorry, have you listened to it a lot? It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that and Cornelia Jacobs doing um Mel C as well. Oh yeah. That made me very happy.
1: And there was Netta as well. What was Netta singing?
0: I can't remember now. It wasn't it wasn't Mel C or no. Atomic Kitten. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and a special shout out to Sonia oh. for just coming back in time.
1: Sonia! Yes, I know, bless her. We covered Sonia a few weeks ago on the podcast, didn't we? We
0: did we, we spoke it into existence. We, we were did. like she needs to be we there. We did actually, correct. So someone at the BBC must be listening. Yeah. Obviously I was like, oh that's a really good idea. Let's yeah, get onto that. Go, that's let's Sonya, her people. No. Yes.
1: Mm. <laughs> so what we're gonna do now is for a sizable chunk of this edition, talk through the performances from twenty six to one. The positions they ended up in. And we'll yeah, have a chat about each song. I've got notes. Oh, he's got notes. He's like a newsreader. <laughs> right. So in last place was Lord of the Lost for Germany with Blood and Glitter. What do we think about that result? Fair. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to um ESE Tom on his um YouTube channel talking about how oh well it's not right if um if there's juries and they don't f- vote for um, glam rock entries and it's part of music. And it's like, yeah, but as we said the previous time, we just don't think it's good glam rock or at least good rock. It was, it felt so tongue in cheek. And because of the way he enunciates and it's yeah. so pop It just didn't feel authentic. No, for but us. But
0: they performed it well. Yeah.
1: And he's a nice guy. He's a charismatic, fun guy. But it was so theatrical. Yeah. I was not surprised that it didn't get any points.
0: No, it was like a, a bunch of art students that decided yeah. to put a like a heavy metal band together.
1: Mm. It, Even though they're an established band, but it was just no, it didn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't surprised or sad. Someone has to come last. But thank god it wasn't the UK. Poor May Muller coming in 25th. Yeah. Oh, wasn't fair.
0: It wasn't fair, but I could see it.
1: Yeah, we all could going in.
0: Like, it, the sta- Like obviously, performing last was yeah. too tough.
1: It's never going to be in her favour.
0: No. But also, the vocals just weren't strong enough
1: no. compared to the music. She can sing. She can sing. But to, to do well at Eurovision, you have to have an incredible voice. Mm. Unless you've got some sort of stage routine dance song that isn't about the voice. And that was the other
0: thing as well. She was on the stage, but on a secondary stage at the back, really high up. And like, she, why are you yeah, all the way back there? When she was performing,
1: you were like, "Is she going to move?" Because yeah. we were actually you actually could see the terror in your your voice. Yeah, you she needed that. to be in yeah. the
0: arena and yeah.
1: around it. And yeah, it was just not fair. Yeah. So staging problems. Her voice wasn't quite there. It was it was sounded good, but there were we're
0: going up against some big hitters in this bunch.
1: And I think this with this final 26, there's so many amazing songs mm. that, you know, that you can't really be sad because... It's still in a good bunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not like there was really shit songs that went above her, maybe a few, but not many. Mm. So, oh, and congrats to Mae Muller for getting um, number nine in the UK singles chart that was announced today. Yeah, so she's so, got her first top 10. Yay. So, hooray for you, May you were a wonderful entrant for the UK.
0: Mm. I think I feel like this has got Gina g quality to it. Like
1: And the video was amazing. Yeah. I love the video.
0: And she's a proper hun. Yeah, she is. So, you know, Yeah, she'll be around. I think she'll be around. Yeah.
1: Moving on to 24th place. Oh, I'm sad about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was one of my standouts of the season. Samo Misa Spava by Luke Black for Serbia. <laughs> Just loved it, I loved the performance, I loved his aesthetic, I loved the bravery of it, the weirdness of it, the story of it. But the thing is, you have to remember that it took
0: us a long time to get into this. Like, yeah. a good five plus listens yeah. and understanding what the song was about. Yeah. So I think the fact that it actually managed to perform at the finale is a is sort of the win for
1: it. Yeah, because it only just squeaked, we discovered. Yeah. I would have been devastated if I hadn't got through to the final. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So to see that on the finale stage was yeah. sort of the win that we wanted. Yeah. And anything else would have been extra.
1: But it was definitely burnt by its early running order as well. It was fifth, having been third in the semi-final. It was fifth in the final. Mm. It was never going to do well from that position. So then
0: we move on to 23rd. And that was Mimi Cat for Portugal. Yeah, with Al Corazal. Yes. (laughs) Do you know what? I don't even know what the track was called. How bad is that? But the thing is... I think it means my heart. Yeah, the thing is, she performed it so well. Oh, because I wasn't really a big fan of this song, no. but from the semi and the finale, she absolutely smashed it.
1: <laughs> and to do this from second place—I mean, I know it was twenty-third in the end—for Portugal, for Mimi Cat to beat Serbia and UK from second place, I did not see that coming. No. <laughs> Parece que eu nem sou mais eu Ai cristal Ai crucel And she had such fun on stage didn't she yes it
0: really built didn't it yeah Yeah. so good that was one where the journey from the national selection to the finale was properly good on course yeah
1: absolutely grew all the time yeah yeah then in 22nd we have albania with duge for albina family kalmendi for albania so again the staging was as good as it was in the semi-finals The whole thing just had a glow up, didn't it? It did. It really did. And it was clean. Yeah. Clean colours. It just felt strong. So I think 22nd was a good result for a song that we weren't ever that keen on. Mm. 21st. Oh, I'm sad about this only getting 21st place. Slovenia, Group Joker Out and Carpe Diem. I mean, such a bloody good song. If this doesn't just show what a tough year this was to do well. Mm. I mean, this should have been top 10 in some way. You know,
0: absolutely, because it's such a good song, isn't it?
1: What did you give it on the night? I want to know what your score was. We did score out of ten, dear listeners. Oh, you only gave it a seven. <sighs> well, maybe that's why oh. it didn't do well. I but my
0: notes were yeah. said lots of fun, but got lost in the crowd. Well, in terms of like just in the terms of order. the music, yeah, yeah. I gave it a nine. I think they I gave it a nine. Oh well, okay. I think they did much better in the semi-final. Yeah.
1: Okay. Hmm. Uh
0: It felt more like a victory lap rather than a performance still, if that makes sense. What, in the final? Yeah.
1: Okay. 20th place. This one still just doesn't stick with me. I forget it. I find it the most forgettable one of all of the entries this year, (laughs) other than Albania, and that is Remo Fora with Watergun for Switzerland. I could see that it was a good performance. Um, Shades of Sirtab Erina with the... The bands of material coming out of his stomach mm-hmm. and he could really sing that's why he's 20th place yeah because he did really well with the juries he was a strong singer but we always felt it was a really obvious song
0: and i feel like the staging was really obvious as well with the interpretive dance yeah. it was just a bit too on the nose yeah i agree
1: and then we have blanca in 19th place but Poland with Solo. What? Have, what is there anything we haven't said about this song so far? <laughs> um,
0: the I think the only thing that we've not said is that your mum put her in her top three.
1: She did. So my mum is <laughs> a 78-year-old woman and Blanca Solo was one of her favourites. Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's the old Eurovision she liked she was liking that i think she was just
0: film. feeling a bit summery she'd had a few wines <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: funny <laughs> yeah but um you know she did really well in her semi-final mm. i guess she was she was bitten a bit here by not getting so many jury points she did a good performance it was slightly weird with that ghost blanker and
0: yeah that was weird on the screen for yeah. just like, ha- it like it's so like she needed weird. to just sit down and have
1: a glass of water halfway through I don't know going on there it was weird yeah but we always knew it would do well I'm kind of glad in a way it didn't do better than 19th because it's not a great song
0: but and the visuals were weird too anyway. it was like let's throw everything at
1: it yeah exactly then we have in 18th place Moldova Pasha Pofani with Svarale Saluna so what do we think about this coming in 18th I thought this should have come much lower. I yeah, thought this agreed. I
0: thought the vocals were so bad on this. This was my lowest song of the night. Really? Yep. Wow. Easily the lowest. I gave it the lowest
1: points. Gas. Yes. What did you give it? Eight, six. Jesus. Out of ten. I gave it eight. Which is that's mean from me. Because <laughs> most of mine are like from eight to, to and I do points as well. Because so what like the nine listener
0: nine doesn't realise is it. that even though you're marking out of ten, yeah. you're marking out of a hundred, really. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> the top seven or eight the songs all got nine
1: points whatever. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, I, I thought his vocals were not very strong. They were pretty sloppy in terms of... Just the whole thing, really. Because we know he can sing well. Yeah. Because we saw him at the London Eurovision party. Yeah. And when he did his previous entry, mm-hmm. it was really good. Yeah, But this was just weird.
1: And yeah. I just don't like the staging. We don't like the dwarf. Don't like. It's the, not like we don't like the dwarf. Or the small person. I don't know what the correct term is, actually. Whether it's small person or dwarf. I, I never know. I think it's dwarf. Is it? Because I've heard recently that it's not, again. I think it was for a while, but now because of the... The success of Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter that the dwarf characters in there give them a mythical bent, so now it's a problematic term again.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, the mystical owl was weird. (laughs) The flute playing mystical owl was weird. Okay. Good. Thank you for listening to Eurovision Queens. Why not come and have a conversation with us on Twitter at EuroQueensPod or if you're on Instagram, we're Queens, where we're uploading lots of very exciting reels. On both of those, there's also a link in our bio to our Spotify playlist for everything that we've played in the show so far. Back to the show.
1: Now, talk about travesty. 17th place. Yeah, yeah. Blanca Paloma for Spain. I'm not surprised. I'm going to say it. I know. There's that about it. I gave it 8.6 on the night, if you're interested. I gave it (laughs) 7.5. God, 100 points, but 95 of them were from the jury. Five from the televote. Yeah. It just did not translate to the people at home. It was a lot to listen to the first
0: time round, and if that was the first time you heard it, Mm. you need a good four or five listens, I
1: think. Yeah. I think she performed it really well. Oh yeah, it was, oh, yeah. Really it was flawless. Yes,
0: but it was still just too much. Yeah, I don't know. And it came; it was quite early on as well, wasn't it? it?
1: Was maybe actually? I don't know. Now I've, I've almost convinced myself that that's not a bad placing for it. Mm. But what is definitely a bad placing? I know you're going to disagree. We come to sixteenth. We have Lazara with A Vie for France. Now. I don't know, we felt like we were watching a different performance on the night because I was kind of quite irritated because I thought, oh, she did brilliantly, and he was like, no, she didn't sing well. Yeah. So tell me more about that. Uh, well, <laughs> the
0: notes that I made was expected that to be better. Wow. Because I remember seeing all the rehearsal photos for it and the staging and everything looked amazing and the, the little cascade of um, fireworks you could imagine that at the end and it being really big mm. and really... Her vocals just weren't strong enough. Right. But yeah. they were they were good. You know, they weren't United Kingdom No. lost. But I guess because I've listened to the recording so much because I really like the recording mm-hmm. that this just didn't quite resonate enough for me.
1: Yeah. I'm sad about it because I thought it was a really good song. Mm. What was not good was her reaction to the results she got from the televote, where she flipped the bird. Yeah. But... um, I mean, at
0: the time it was fun and sassy. Yeah. But it's also a little bit disrespectful because other people are getting worse scores than you.
1: Like Blanca Paloma, who took it so professionally. She reacted so well. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, the one I think, perhaps other than Mae Muller and Luke Black, the one I was really disappointed about on the night... Was Taylor and Selena with who the hell is Edka for Austria? Oh. in a lowly 15th after a strong jury score and then getting such a weirdly low televote score. Yeah, I thought that would be the other way around. Yes. It shows you can't tell that necessarily, can
0: you? No, but I did see an article that said that things like Who the Hell is Edgar and the UK's I Wrote a Song, because they're a little bit more witty, that that gets lost in translation a little bit more. So any any song that's got, not the comedy element to it, but like, you know, like a bit of sack. A twist, yeah. yeah. That that sort of gets lost.
1: Well, it's certainly going to get lost if you're first in the running order. Ugh. That was such a mistake to put them first. Yeah, I think if you're, throwing, first, if you're first, if you're first or
0: second, you should get an extra hundred points or something like
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely throwing it away because Taylor and Selena gave us so much joy this year. I mean, they opened the show
0: well. Yeah. Like, if you wanted a big opener, you go for something like that. Yeah, and they did
1: perform it really well. Yeah.
0: I gave them 9.3 on the night. I gave them 9 and I just said, no notes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Now, the next one, I have to be honest, I've always been a bit mystified by Brunette from Armenia with Future Lover. Now with extra dance break. Um, 14th place. I didn't really understand why this one qualified. I don't understand what the fuss was all about it. I didn't understand why it was any better than the one I always put together, which was, was the Georgia one. Iru Echo. I know it's yeah. different, but I never understood the fuss about this, and I still don't. Where do you stand You know what?
0: I think, I think all the ingredients were there, but someone really didn't want it to do very well, because the weird staging and that weird colour projection that they had on her Which people always thought look made good. her face it looked, be in the dark. It was,
1: it was bad, wasn't it, but because she was in the dark? The
0: thing is, when it hit like the, the chorus, when she stamped her foot and it, it turned to black and white, that was really powerful but it needed more of that or the the sort of like the washy colour should have been like less of like a weird tie dye and more of like a just a it be a bit more pastel but then the dance break was very unnecessary (laughs) and not very good (laughs) I'm sorry I I much preferred the song without it yeah and I know it's like I know that there's this sort of movement of People saying that Chanel is the reason we're all getting dance breaks. And it's not that. But this just seemed really unnecessary. The
1: song was so much stronger without it. Yeah. So uh, on the night, I only gave it 7 out of 10, which is really low for me. The lowest score I gave all night was 6, and that was to Albania. And this one I gave a 7, so it's my second last of the night.
0: I gave it a 7.5, and I said,
1: good song, shit staging. Wow. (laughs) I think by that point I had quite a bit of punch. Tell us what you really feel. Yeah, yeah. we had the tradition of having our punch, which was... Let, let's tell the, the listeners the recipe. So here's a quick, yeah, a quick little cooking section. Yes. So the recipe is grapefruit juice and orange juice. Probably a carton so of wasn't each of some those. Some cranberry as well? And cranberry. Actually, I'm not sure there's grapefruit juice, actually. that would I be think so there was. Hard. Oh, there was, yeah. And about half a bottle of peach snaps. <laughs> And archers, isn't it? Mm. And also vodka. a load, a shitload of vodka. Yeah. Whiz it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's bright pink. It's amazing punch. Yeah. And... It goes down very easily. Yeah. Very too easily. Very too easily. <laughs> very too easily. Yeah. In 13th place, we have Let3 from Croatia with Mama. Shh! Shh! I don't have to do it. No. But massive telephoto score got nothing from the jury pretty much
0: yeah i'm not surprised but i think that's a really good position for it i thought that was going to be a bit of a marmite song
1: yeah it's literally halfway mm-hmm. which is very good i mean i i did love it in the end i loved the performance of it i loved how it was art you know yeah it was trying to be something i didn't like the saggy y-fronts I don't know why they suddenly changed it into saggy white wirefronts. Not... I
0: think they got in trouble for uh, the other stuff being more revealing oh, really, because they had they? like lacy things on before that okay. were kind of see-through. Okay. Not, that, not for a not BBC w- audience. Not that I wanted to see
1: anything, but it was just—it <laughs> was just—it felt a bit weird. But felt like a bit—they made them look like, more like old men because like old men wear saggy fronts, You know what I mean? And it didn't help mm. in that sense. Anyway, um, yeah, why are we talking about that underwear? It was it was a good performance, and we loved the, the, the staging of it. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that the especially for it got behind it.
0: Especially for it being one to last. Let's not forget it, it was one. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Then we have... Andrew Lambrou from Cyprus with Break a Broken Heart in 12th position. It's worth mentioning that these songs from 11th to 15th only have a few little points between them. It's 127, 126, 123, 122, 120. Wow. All very close. But near the top of that group was Cyprus. What did we think of um, this song and the performance in the end? I think the
0: performance was really strong. Yeah. And he had his arms out, which was yeah never going to hurt. Super helpful. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's kind of... I was listening to something just today about how men singing heartache songs at Eurovision don't do that well. Mm-hmm. But this did the best out of the ones singing heartbreak songs, I think, this year. Oh, I don't know. Marco Mangoni was singing Yeah, is that like, not a heartbreak song? No, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm wrong. <laughs> Again, for me, a bit like Remo Fora, it, it just didn't ever really do that much for me. I wasn't excited by it. I think it was there for the mums. Yeah. More than anything.
0: So, in 11th place, we've got Lithuania and Monica with Stay, one of my favourite songs. You love this, don't you? I really love it. And it was really good on stage. Although they didn't quite form the circle towards the end, oh. it was more of a U shape. Oh. And I was like, make the circle, make the circle. Circle of life. Yeah, they didn't.
1: Oh, no, maybe that was the problem. So, that came 11th. Are you happy with that position?
0: I am, actually, because people's, my scoreboard things, yeah, they didn't have it qualifying from the semis. Yeah. So I'm glad that it ended up on the left-hand side because that was the left-hand side at that point, wasn't it? What,
1: what was the little score you gave it?
0: Nine. I gave it a nine, but I also gave it an eight because <laughs> it was like a nine from me, but probably an eight from everybody else. I see.
1: I gave it 8.6. Well, so that sort of fits then, it does. We're into our top 10 now. And I think alongside Luke Black, this is one of my favorite artists this year, the group Vesna from Czechia with My Sister's Crown. an insane amount (laughs) and I think the pink did work in the end and the long ponytails yeah side ponytails
0: the staging was so good when we saw the photos of it it seemed a bit weird yeah because it was like oh they've lost their personality but actually the unison kind of highlighted their personality even more it did And it was kind of really funky.
1: I like that bit when they kind of exploded out. That moment when they kind of jumped out. I also like when they
0: were spinning. Because that kind of harkens back to
1: the music video as well. Yeah, I'm glad this made top ten. I would like to have seen it be a bit higher. Because, yeah, I would have put it a lot higher than this. But tenth is a good result. Mm -hmm. For a a song that I think people were worried about how it would be performed. And how it would come over. Mm. Because it was a messy national final um, performance.
0: It was, but it's, again, I think this is one when they listen to the
1: podcast, to our podcast. We told them to have a proper routine, proper costuming, proper staging, yeah. and they took on notes. And
0: they absolutely did. So yeah. we were very happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> so if any, if anybody wants to hire us next year yeah. to just get their act in um, yeah. order.
1: I mean, we would have definitely told that guy from Wild Youth not to wear that jumpsuit. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What was that? Why was none of his friends telling him, don't Well, with the camel toe as well. Don't let us talk about the camel toe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you can see a car crash coming from 10 miles away.
1: And you want to tell them. It's like, well, don't you understand? They do it. It was like bloody James Newman Embers, that song, with the bloody... Wearing that big leather dress and with all the zips. And all the horrible trumpet playing shit. It was just (laughs) awful. It's like, can't you see this is gonna be a massive disaster anyway? Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay. (laughs) We're not talking about that. What we are talking about now is in ninth position, should have been higher. Amazing performance from Voyager for Australia with the song Promise.
0: Lost a little part of you Find a little something new Cross my heart Till the sky turns red And the sun Oh, they had such a journey, didn't they? They were so good. Oh, a voyage. <gasps> <laughs>
1: so you did there. I mean, they ended up on 151 points. who were clearly in that ninth place, well ahead of Czechia there.
0: And then when they got that 112 and they were just munching on a sandwich. I know,
1: <laughs> but they only got 21 points from the public. That was a big mystery. I thought they would have got so many more. I don't understand because they performed 15th. It's a strong position to, to sing from... And they only got 21 points. That's my one of my biggest mysteries of the night. It really is.
0: But there is a silver lining. What's that? They've already sold out their London date.
1: Have they really? For, for their European tour. Oh, bless them. But well, we loved them at the London Eurasian party. They were so good. I don't usually like rock songs either. But this really worked for me. I loved it. Mm. Yeah. It was brilliant. It just puts such a big smile on your face. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Coats. In 8th, we had Bridges from Alika for Estonia. So, again, comfortably in 8th, 17 points ahead of Voyager. So, we always knew that if this got through, the problem here with this one was, will it get through the semi-final? Yeah, it needed a, the jury votes. On a televote. vote because we knew it would always get jury votes, mm-hmm. and so it proved. Um, very strong placing in 8th. strong ballad, well sung. It feels old-fashioned,
0: is it old-fashioned or is it timeless? Is that sort of, is it
1: which one? But. Certainly a strong fringe game. Oh yeah, yeah, or bangs as they're called in America. <laughs> you never cope with that. But anyway, yeah. In seventh place, we had the wonderful Gustav from Belgium with "Because of You." Oh, which I'll openly admit I didn't like all the way up to seeing it in the semi-finals. Mm. And then I suddenly got it. Seeing it on
0: stage and that first sort of line...
1: It looked so professional. So tight, wasn't it? The colours, the white and the black and the pink, just everything about it was so well done. The way they had the dancers with him, the way he performed. It was such a strong song. I just was so happy it came seven. I think
0: the thing about it was it was just pure queer joy on the stage yeah and it was that message of that as well of acceptance yeah this is okay yeah and it it just punched through so strongly what
1: score did you give it on the night out of 10 i'd like to know i gave it nine i gave it 9.1 there you go good good (laughs) (laughs) next up we have this is a mystery to me Maybe it shouldn't be a mystery. It was Ukraine. It would maybe get some votes just because it's Ukraine on the night. But I was never really excited by this song, Heart of Steel by it was It's a good song when you've got so many amazing songs on the night. I mean, I think this should have been Middle Table. Definitely to the right-hand side, top. But
0: I would have agreed with you if they hadn't of attacked the stage with a janet jackson-esque level of performance okay and it was so powerful yeah that it just kind of really won me over
1: yeah
0: so i'm i'm not mad at it okay fair
1: i don't think it should have been that high up (laughs) ridiculous what was it sixth too high far too high then we had the redemption of Alessandra singing Queen of Kings for Norway, coming in fifth. Yep. There were times this season where we thought this could end up twentieth. It could end up bottom. It might not get through the semi-final.
0: Been on such a roller coaster with this. Yeah. I've gone from hating it to loving it to reenacting her postcard
1: to thinking to then
0: thinking it might not get through the yeah,
1: semis to then thinking it's going to be too bad in the final. Yeah. On the night, she gave it the best performance of I've ever seen. Yeah. She was amazing. So good. On the night, I gave this 9.2. Gosh. I only gave it 8.5. Wow, you're mean. Uh, yeah. I could see it had gone up a gear. I knew it was going to do well. So good. So yeah. pleased to see her fifth. And she's been a part of the National Norway Day celebrations and all of that stuff. Wish her well. Brilliant, Alessandra
0: special shout out to kano doing their cover of this for her i know bless them she came
1: into the room and they were there singing
0: i need kano to release this yeah
1: speaking of kano hi we're We're kano Kano,
0: and you're listening to eurovision
1: queens in fourth place fourth in the end i called it i thought they'd be top five italy's marco Mangoni with du vite or du vite How do you feel about this? I still really don't care about this song. I'm really sorry. I love it. Love it. And it's not because I fancy him. I think it's a really good song. I gave it 9.5 on the night. Very high. Although, I do think he was a bit naughty beforehand on Twitter. He released that proper thirst trap picture of him lying down, waiting to perform in leather trousers with the top button undone.
0: Yes. I also thought he was naughty, but in a good way. For coming out with the pride flag on the flag march, because I don't know if they
1: would have allowed that. Was well, he coming out though? No. No. Okay. We were just relieved that he wasn't attacked at any point by David Allwood, Mister Gay UK, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he was in danger being in the same room as him. Really. <laughs> I know it's a big auditorium, but still, attacked in a good way, by the way, <laughs> not in a sort of murdery way. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, David. Um, in third place. How do we feel about Noah Carell from Israel actually coming in third in the end with Unicorn? Deserved.
0: Yeah? Absolutely deserved. And I I struggled with this song, yeah. but I could see it was going to do well. And it did well. The staging was good. The only issue I've got, and I I feel like someone said it on the night, was that she stopped singing mm-hmm. and then does the dance break. It was and- the drag
1: queen Maxi Rainbow. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I gave this exact same score as Italy, 9.5. And I couldn't decide which to go in my top five because we do this sort of top five thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was... I just think it was so together. The dance break itself wasn't brilliant, but the bit immediately after the dance break with her other dancers was very good. And you could see at the end when she was breathless, she realised she'd done so well. And that confidence and that, yes, we believe you did well as well, it's it kind of fitted. Yeah. So I think it, it I, found its place.
0: I think the other thing is I will... Forgive the dance break of it all because the vocals at the beginning were so strong.
1: Yeah. And that's perhaps why she got the jury points. Because yeah. what I don't understand is that she got massive jury points as well as televote points. And that surprised me. Mm. I could see her getting a high televote score but not seeing her getting a massive jury score, particularly as she didn't really sing for the final minute. Yeah. But
0: hey. No, I think she did. I think she knew she'd done enough at the beginning to then go, right, let's have
1: some fun. Okay. So, Noah Correll with Unicorn with 362 points in third place. Then a whopping 526 points from Carrier for Finland with Cha Cha Cha. <laughs> we make of this result it was second Mm -hmm. highest televote score one of the highest televote scores of all time Mm -hmm. well what do we think of carrier's performance
0: solid second place yeah deserved second place okay
1: (laughs) i thought it was second as well i gave it a strong score but um i just think it was it was so much fun It felt like high energy. It felt like everyone was behind it. You could feel the the mood in the arena was around it. Obviously, yeah. But um, for us, it was never going to be our favorite.
0: No, but it grew on us a hell of a lot, though. Yeah. So for it to be our second favorite, yeah, I think that was an achievement.
1: But it wasn't. I have to say, it wasn't my second favorite song. Oh. It was the one I thought would be second. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because I would definitely say there's so many more I love more than that serbia czechia a lot of other songs but yeah really good he performed the heck out of it it was so enjoyable so that leads us on to first place singing from ninth position no one's ever won from singing that early in the running order for 13 years isn't uh, it? for 13 years that's yeah. an important point <laughs> <laughs> um lorian with tattoo for sweden With 583 points, bringing it home for Sweden! Hooray! Yay! weren't we? Yeah, very we, nervous Oh, It's horrible, we knew she needed 186 points and it was 200 and something in the end wasn't it that she got But can I just settle something here and now Jesus Christ I'm annoyed about it, ever since the final, the shit that Lorraine's get has had from people, the racism that's been allowed mm-hmm. furious and also this pitting carrier against Lorene bollocks and all this stuff that, that people have talked about the televert oh we should just have the televert only and all this sort of stuff it's like well the only plus i can see from that in terms of the last 10 years is that it would have mean that spirit in the sky would have won for kano yeah because that was woefully treated by the juries but are you saying that you don't want monselmo to win with heroes are you saying that you don't want jamala to win for 1944 duncan lawrence. duncan lawrence for arcade they were both joint and, you know, they're really important songs, all of those. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to lose any of them. Yeah. And Duncan Lawrence's arcade did a lot for Eurovision to change its fortune around. Yeah. Certainly in terms of viral and TikTok and all that sort of stuff.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And what is not being talked about, I've not read it anyway, I had to hunt high and low for this stat, is that Lorene has had second highest jury vote ever. Yeah, everyone's talking about how Carrie has got the the second highest televote, but no one's talking about how Lorraine with tattoo has got the second highest jury vote. And it needs to be said. I'm saying it. I'm annoyed. <laughs> this has to be said. The only one she's second to is Salvador Sobral for Portugal. So yeah,
0: but also that when you change it to proportional, score, yeah, is actually highest, right? Because as there were more jury votes, I think that year. Because right. there were so many countries that weren't participating this year. Right. So the actual highest ever score couldn't be achieved. Right. Because there were less juries voting. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's what that means. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, it's a fucking amazing song. It's number two in the charts in yes. the UK now. And Euphoria only ever got to three. Yeah.
1: And it's worth mentioning that it carries at six.
0: Yeah. And alessandra's at 10 yeah so there's a proper eurovision takeover in the uk this year has it that feels nice yeah it does
1: we don't want to take anything away from carrier and his performance or people really loving it which we liked it as well Mm? but we just know for us that loreen was had to be the winner it was the most beautifully emotionally performed song brilliant stagecraft just so much about it was just spot on and ever since we saw her singing at Melfest ever since you heard that one minute clip I remember I that one minute clip I was kind of like oh I'm not sure it's kind of like I like that ooh 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 yeah. but I didn't see that it could be performed that brilliantly I did listen to that one minute clip quite a few times <laughs> We have friends in Sweden, that's why we're very happy that it could be, it's going to be in Sweden. We're hoping it's going to be Stockholm, but we don't want to netter the situation, do we? (laughs) No, don't want to pull a netter. (laughs) Yeah, suffice to say, we were thrilled with the win. Yeah, just to say, just because the fans in the arena are shouting cha cha for cha cha cha, and Graham and Hannah got a bit rattled by it, and they sort of like started talking to the audience about it, it's like, no, just let them get on with it. You don't need to react to the audience. The audience is a tiny subset of the viewing public, and people say, "Oh, we go with the baying crowd, we go with the mob. No, that's not what it's about. It's about a mix of televote and and jury, yeah and you can't just I'll oh, give in to the but loudest voices in what, the
0: room. The thing that I love the most is that the people that are complaining that like we should abolish the jury vote mm-hmm. were also the people that were screaming for the jury vote in the semis because their favorite didn't get through yeah, exactly. because it was only a
1: televote. <laughs> exactly. It's like which way do you want it? You can't have it both ways <laughs> people. You really can't. Like Latvia. Yes. Mm. For instance. Yeah. Honestly, so many songs when they got through didn't get through because they didn't have jury. And people are still mad about it right yeah, exactly. now. Exactly, exactly. So I don't think it's ever going to be a perfect system. Did I say system? No. <laughs> did you, say? <laughs> you did then. I wanted you to tell the listeners what you think will be a better system because I think it was a good idea. Oh, so
0: my big idea. This if- is
1: Ryan's big idea. TM trademark,
0: and I'm claiming it now in case they do steal it. Good. Come on, Ryan, tell but them. But I don't think they will. Tell them. I think they should open the voting from 10. From So once, ten. once the first 10 have performed, open the voting, <sighs> but maybe play the whole, like, recap from the that point. Yeah. No, recap all of them with the, like, the rehearsal clips or whatever, okay. and That's then nice play lot. the next lot and then re-slip them in. But it's when those first 10 are in people's minds a bit more, you can start voting for them. Because anything in the first 10 position is like, you're not getting through.
1: Yeah. Unless you're Sweden. Even that was close. It was. It w- if Sweden had been drawn second half and was performing from 20th or something like that, or 19th, it would have flipping, flipping run Flipped away it. with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think
0: that's the quickest, simplest way of fixing it.
1: It's definitely the quickest because my alternative isn't a very good alternative and that is <laughs> <laughs> to have them sing from one... To 26, and then to sing from 26 to (laughs) 1. So they they both, you get them to perform twice, and at the end you
0: finish off with Taylor and Selena that way. Well, the only other option that I could see is only let five go through from each semi. Yep, five from each semi, your big five,
1: you've got 15 songs. Yeah. Fair. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) How do we feel about that? I don't think that would work because
0: we could see that people that came 7th or 8th in the semis then did really well in the final. Mm. So I think having a big show is good, but at the same time, it's, like it's too long.
1: So if you were changing this, this year's running order, if you'd been Martin Usterdal, the James Bond pretender that he is, mm. where would you have put the songs? How would you have changed the order? I think the main thing I would have done is taken Austria out of that number one spot as that was... Very wrong. Other than that, I would have switched Sweden and Finland around. I don't. They felt like they were trying to get Finland to win there. I felt that was unfair. Portugal in second place. Mm.
0: I don't think there's a golden answer for it. I just think it's to to wait that long to start voting. You just forgotten.
1: So you wanted to say something about casual viewers versus fans, did you not?
0: Yeah, I think. The, the way the results work for the semis is you can tell that there's more hardcore fans that watch the semis yeah. and vote for the semis.
1: Yeah. So it's a different result.
0: So it's a different result. Because it's a different audience. Because the, the finale sort of gets watered down a bit more. Or you can, you can tell that there's a swell of newer people that are watching it. Mm-hmm. Because we all know people that only watch the Saturday show. Some people don't even realise that the semi-finals happen. And when I when I talk about it at work and they're like, oh, this already started. I'm like,
1: yeah. Really? How can you get to this point and not know about semi-finals? Well, I suppose I've had them in my life for mm. so many years.
0: But the party I was at last year, people purposely went in clean.
1: And it's like, really? How do you feel about casual viewers versus fans? I felt there was a lot this year that was for the casual viewer and, like, that big Liverpool party, which wasn't really too much about Eurovision songs. And the Liverpool songbook stuff as well. It's like, I'd much rather celebrate Eurovision songs. I don't think there's enough done to celebrate. Bar the obvious ones that always get played, the Fuegos, Mm. the Euphorias, the Heroes. You know, and Waterloo, of course. There's (laughs) other songs that are not talked about are not brought up are not celebrated mm. and I think there's such a rich history that we love to explore in our podcast mm. that those songs are just not heard or played and it's just I think it's a shame that they're not celebrated or looked back on mm. so that's kind of how I feel about how there's kind of there's a slight dumbing down to make it a more, bit more pop accessible just to the regular viewer
0: I also think the thing that I would want more of is celebrating the f- songs that we lost in the semis at the final right because they show that little bit of like here's what happened in the f- semis they only played clips of the songs that got through and it's like yeah but we're all going to hear those yeah, ones exactly. tonight yeah. can you just lift up those other acts that have contributed so much to this year's eurovision yeah i was like okay they didn't get through yeah but they still work their socks off yeah but that's all i'm going to say about that
1: So we just thought we'd share on the night. These are the songs that made our top fives. We thought we'd both come up with a top five. These were not the five we wanted to win, but the five that we thought would be the top five on the night. Yeah. So um, let's run through. So in fifth place, you had Belgium and I had Italy. Mm -hmm. In fourth place, I had Australia. I had Czechia. Mm -hmm. In third place, I had Israel. I had Australia. Second place,
0: we both had Finland. And in first place we both had sweden yeah
1: so
0: So it's important to note there i got the top three right you
1: did you did better than me
0: i did better than you the
1: certified expert i think think since we've been doing that this podcast i think you've come up to my level and possibly surpassed me. But um I did get 3 of the top 5, which I guess is okay. I nearly put Israel in there. I got s- too swayed by Czechia and Australia. But it's worth noting that of those if you put those top 5 together as a top 10, we only missed um 3 3 performances Estonia, Ukraine and Norway, which mm-hmm. we didn't have in our top 10. But she was No,
0: we didn't we didn't have them in our joint top 5s. Yes,
1: but we had them both in our top, we had them in our top 10. Yeah. Well, Norway, we didn't have Estonia and Ukraine, did we? No. 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 So, where would you put this in terms of years? Has it been a strong year?
0: I think it very much has. But also, this is the first year that I've followed this intensely. I know, the intensity of it. The intensity, and as soon as that 37th song was announced, I had your playlist... And I've just listened to that playlist almost constantly. Yeah. I think last year I tried to sort of hold back a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had my favourites, but I didn't want to dive into it too much. Yeah. But the only other year that I can think of that was this strong recently was 2020. Yes. The year we that never happened. Yeah,
1: we played it so much. I think we also played it because it was during the pandemic and there was nothing else to do but listen to music and just yeah. think about the contest that never was. Yeah, I think it's been a massively strong year. I'd have such two two massive favorites at the top but also to have such diversity of artists this year like people like Luke Black people like um Vesna the rock anthems that we had from Voyager and um the the indie Carpe band Diem. Uh, Carpe Diem from Joker Out I then, think it
0: was also good that there wasn't a clear clear winner like a clear front runner yes like, it was I, close. it, it, it was, was close exciting. yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, also just like the amazing ballads from Spain and France. It was such a strong year in so many different ways. Huge. I mean, the
0: biggest thing for me is every year I would make a playlist that would have like my top 10 in. Mm-hmm. I can't do it this year. No. Because it would just end up being all of them. Yeah. So I just listened to the playlist of all of them.
1: Yeah. Which is a good sign, isn't it? Yeah. It tells you it's a strong year. Yeah. So Eurovision season is kind of over now, apart from I'd be interested to see who wins the second Cherry Award. I don't know who would win the second Cherry Award. Do you not? I guess Uruka? Uruka. Uruka. Honestly, that's the one I'd be going for. Get your votes in now. We will return in two weeks' time with a more regular edition of Eurovision Queens. Yeah, I feel like I've forgotten how we do that now. (laughs) So if you haven't listened to us before... Our special Eurovision editions, what we do is we listen to seven different songs in seven different categories from across the history of the contest. Um, Select songs that we we like or that we think should be played again and talk about the artists and the performances uh, that they made at at Eurovision. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what we do every two weeks. Yeah, we look forward to getting back to that routine.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? And
1: unearthing some more gems because there's so much out there.
0: Well, and now that our years are shifting again, like our parameters of oh yeah, shift. we
1: do We do a rolling year shift
0: for the yeah. first three songs. Yeah,
1: but let's not get into the details of that now. We let's don't not want to scare put people off. off. We don't want to put <laughs> off new <laughs> listeners. Uh, we just want to say thank you to all those people who have followed us since the original seasons kind of began in January. We've got so many more followers now, so many more listens. It's so lovely to hear comments on Twitter and from other places, Instagram, to say that they're enjoying what we put out. We enjoy this. We do it because we love it. But it's so nice to also hear that you're enjoying what we say and how we say it. So thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, because we just love music. So the fact that people actually listen to us is yeah.
1: sort of a bonus. Massive So bonus. thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Before we go, just to remind you of our socials. On Twitter, we are at EuroQueensPod. On Instagram, we're EurovisionQueens. And our email is EurovisionQueens at gmail.com if you want to recommend some songs that we play on the show. Yeah. So, until next time, I have been Andy.
0: And I have been Ryan.
1: Goodbye.
0: Bye. You've been listening to Eurovision Queens. If you enjoyed the episode, I know that Andy and Ryan would love to hear from you on email, Twitter or Instagram. Better still, why not leave them a review on Apple Podcasts so that other Eurovision fans can find them. That's what I want to know about. Oh you can tell me they Oh, yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they're made out of stone, darling. They're amazing.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. Absolutely
0: amazing. Are we seriously talking about nails now? Yeah, because I'm trying to <laughs> lighten the mood.